0: him uh, to live, uh, you know, in a place uh, you know, of, of, of faith, uh, you know, when it comes to other areas of our life, right? Like, like we all believe, most of us here, a lot of us here would believe that we are called to, to live in, in faith, uh, you know, and, and to, live in a, to live in a place where God, my gifts and my talents, uh, you know, God, my life, I want you to use it, and I want you to use it for good, and I believe God, you've, you've given me this stuff, and and, um, and who knows that that applies to finances as well, Right? Uh, that we believe that we're called to live and, and to trust Him um, in our finances. And so what this Legacy series is all about is something that we do every year, uh, something that we do every year at the, at the start of the year. And uh, we just spend a couple of weeks uh, talking and preaching about finances, okay? Um, because uh, who knows that the world is, is bold when it comes to money, right? The world's not shy in telling you where you should put your money, right? The world's, the, the world's not shy in telling you how you should spend your money, where you should spend it, and what you should do with it. And so what we do over these next couple of weeks is we just want to uh, look at what the, what the Bible says about finances, right? We want to look at the biblical principles of, of what, what the Bible says about finances and money and, and giving. Um, and, and what does Jesus say about money, Right? Do you know that Jesus talks more about money, right, than he does about sex or heaven and hell? Sorry, I said the S word. It had to happen, right? Right? God, uh, Jesus talks more about that stuff, uh, talks more about money than he does that stuff, right? And who knows that, that, that heaven and hell and sex, thats we, we need to get understanding about that. And there's, you know, we, we need to get a head around that. But, but, but who knows that Jesus is talking more about money here, right? There's more scripture, more verses that we read, um, relating to money, and uh, and so when we when we when we understand that we know that the Bible is quite clear about about money, the Bible is quite clear about finances, about giving, um, about generosity, and, um, and and when we when we uh, understand that it's just it's going to happen, right? And like I said, over these next next few weeks, and if you're a guest here this morning, um, uh, know that you know we 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 think this is important to know, right? Uh, we, we think this is important for us as a church to know what the Bible says about money and finances. And so uh, over these next couple of weeks, I encourage you to, uh, to be here and uh, come and learn, come and listen, and uh, come and let God uh, you know, speak to you as we, as we open up this area in our life. And so uh, the first thing I want to talk about um, and, and the first thing that I believe we need to have as believers and as Christians, um, I believe the revelation we need in our lives uh, when it comes to finances and when it comes to money and comes to uh, generosity uh, is that we need to have a revelation that, that God is the source of our lives. Okay? If you don't believe, right? And, and not just like, yep, I've heard it, Pastor Traff, great word. But, but like if, if, until you believe it, until you've got it in your spirit, until you believe it in yourself with every ounce of your body that God is the source of your life, right? Not, not just of your health, not just, not just the source for your kids and, and protection there, but, but when you believe that God is the source of your life as a whole, right? When you have that revelation, uh, that then you can take the step. Then it leads you into, into this life of, of, of generosity. It leads you into this life and, and you can, uh, it, it brings you into a new world of giving, Okay, but until you uh, until you un- understand that, you'll always try and work it out yourself, right? You'll always try and do the math, and you'll try and figure it out. And if I do this, then that'll happen. And and, and, and but but until that revelation drops, right? That God, you are my source. You are my source in this life, for my life. Um, who who lost power this week? Yeah, not happy. Everyone not happy. I'm like, Ergon, what are we paying them for, you know, like, like no, they do a great job, uh, but yeah, we lost power, uh, lost power at the start of the week, and, um, uh, I, you know, wasn't, wasn't a happy chappy, and, uh, and so I was down, down here at the church, and lost power, and like, oh man, and uh, I rang Grace, and, and uh, Grace is there, is the power at home? She goes, no, the power's off, and, and so I'll go home and just, you know, make sure the power's not really on, I don't know. So I went home and I was like, oh, yep, power's off. You know, she nailed that one. So, um, and so we lost power at home and, and uh, you know, so we did what you know, probably most of us did. It's like, oh, when's this going to happen? Like, when's the power going to come back on? So out come the candles and, you know, and, and the windows that are usually shut because of the air con. It's like, you know, you know open the windows up and uh, get some fresh air blowing in. And, and so we did all that stuff and, and uh, which was cool, which is fine. And uh, anyway, we get this... Um, it's knocking our front door, right? Um, and, and it's our neighbor. And he's got this power lead in his hand. Um, and he's like, hey, we've got a generator. Um, I just plugged this into our generator, and here's the lead, and you can use it, right? And um, ha- has, anyone, has anyone ever played hard to get? Okay, usually when you play hard to get, you've got all the cards in your hands, Right? It's like, I've got all the cards, and you're like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, and, and you're in control. Has that, is it just me, or has anyone played hard to get when you've got no cards in your hands, right? Uh, no, just me. Cool, that's fine. Uh, I'll preach to myself for the next two minutes. So, so the, he brings this power lead over, and he's like, yeah, hey, I've got, you know, you can use it. Plug whatever you want into it. That's fine. And I, so I, then here I am playing hard to get, right? I'm like, oh, nah nah, we should be right, like, we, oh, thanks, like, thanks heaps, hey, like, that's really great of you, but I think we'll be right, and he's like, are you sure, and I'm, Grace was behind me, I looked at Grace, I was like, oh, what do you think, oh, look, I think the power should be on soon, I'm, um, you know, meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, right, I'm like, TV, TV, you know, like, uh, and, uh, and, uh right, fridge, fridge wasn't priority, then TV, but, you know, and so, but, but here I am, because you know, and he's like, oh, look, it's, you know, it's yours, and and I'm like, oh, yeah, look, I could I could just plug the fridge in. And, you know, he's like, no, use it for whatever you want. And I'm just like, oh, look, look, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll plug the fridge in, and that'll be, that'll be all we'll use it for. And he's like, no, nah, use it for it. And so he goes. And, uh, you know, so he goes, and it's like, Grace, where's the power board? Right? Power board in the lead. It's like phone charger, TV, right? Who knows the mobile? Everyone was looking at their mobile phone battery. Like, how long have I got? Come on, Ergon. You know, like, yeah, I've, got, I've got 16%. And, uh, you know, but, but who knows, you know, and so... Uh, we got power, and you know, and, and power came back on. I hope, uh, you know, God willing, we've all got power now today, which would be awesome. And, uh, but, but you know, just this week as I was uh, uh, spending time with God, and God just kept bringing me back to that moment, bringing me back, and and uh, and, and I'm and, and I'm sitting here, I'm going, what, like, you know, like I did power, and 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 um, and I'm sitting here going, you know what, when, when the power went out, you know, not everyone has generators, and and I think when the power went out, you know, people people did okay, right? Like, amen, you're all here today, okay? We, we did all right, we survived. You get the candles out, you get the windows open, get some breeze in, you survived. Uh, and, and even, you know, I got the generator and got to plug some things in and that was cool and, and you survived. And, and, and I just felt God just, just speak to me and he's like, you know, you, you, people can do okay and you do okay without power, but, but who knows that ultimately it's, it's the, the best option is to be connected to the main source, Right? He's saying, that that's fine. You can live and you can do stuff. You can have light with the candle and, and you can still have fun, but but being connected to the main source is the goal, is the best idea. It's, a, it's, it's the most blessing to have in your life, right? And I felt like God say, hey, there's people in your church, there's people here today who, 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 who don't understand the power of giving, who don't understand the power of generosity, who don't understand that God is the source or can be the source of your life fully over every area of your life. And I just felt him say there are people living their lives and they've got the candles on and the windows open. And, and they're doing okay. They're living life and, and, and things, are doing, things are going well, but, but there's more for them. Yeah, wow. And there's people in, in, in the people here today that are living and, and you've, you're, you're plugged into the generator. And, 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 and it's good and you've got your TV and you've got your fridge and your mobile phone is getting charged and everything's okay. And, and you're doing well, but God said there's more for them. Yeah. Right? There's more because ultimately the, the best case scenario is you want to just turn the light on on the switch and the lights will come on. You want to turn the air cons on and, 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 and it's so, it, it's, it's, it's nice, right? right? It's so much better than having this loud generator going in the backyard, checking the fuel, having to fuel it up, right? Get fuel on your hand. It's like, oh, you know, it's all these, it can be annoying and it can, it got, got leads, we had leads everywhere in the house, right? Like Ali, our daughter, she had, the best, she had the best time of her life. Just leads everywhere. She's picking leads up, going, Whoa, where'd that come from? You know, like it's like it can be messy, right? And and God's just saying, Hey, when we understand, when you understand in your life that God can be the source for your life in all areas, when you connect your life to Him and believe that He can give you everything you need, that He He is abundant in all things, He is the God of enough, He has everything that He needs, He has everything that you need. Right? I love, I, love I, I don't know where I heard it, but I, I, I love saying that God not only knows what you need, but has what you need. And that's for you. That's what we have when, we can, when we're connected to the source. Why would you live with candles or a loud generator when we can be connected to the source? When you understand and have a revelation that God can be the source of your life. Uh, it'll change your life. It'll change the way you live. Church, understand today that God isn't after your money. Today, as we sort of come into uh, talk about money now and finances and a miracle offering, and I uh, understand God isn't after your money. He's after your heart. Okay? As we launch into this and go a bit deeper now, God's not after your money. He doesn't need your money, right? doesn't need your money to See miracles happen, or to, you know, to do what he wants to do. Trav, I'd love to heal you, but we're down, you know, we're down two percent from last month. Can't heal you today, God like, like that's just silly. God doesn't need your money. He's not after your money. He's after your heart. You know, in Genesis 22:14. It's an amazing scripture, and I encourage you next week. Um, next week, we're going to be looking in Genesis uh, and around this, this, this story of Abraham, and, and, um, and so we're going to dive a lot more deeper into him and this story and what that means for us. But today, I just wanted to mention this scripture because uh, there's, this, there's this, this, this guy by the name of Abraham, and, and, and God tests him. Um, uh, God calls him to something, to do something um, that is difficult. Uh, you know, it's outside of who he is. Um, and, and, and long story short, Abraham shows that his heart's for God, right? Although the, the difficultness of the conversation that Abraham had with God, uh, uh, Abraham showed that, God, I'm for you. God, I'm with you. God, I believe in you. God, I trust you. Uh, God, that you will provide for me. You will supply for me. You are abundant in all things. And so Abraham uh, uh, shows that, 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 God, this is my heart, right? Right? I'm with you, I'm for you. And so God shows up, does a, you know, this, this amazing miracle. Um, again, we'll, we'll dive into this next week. But this scripture here in twenty two fourteen 14, it says then, uh, And Abraham called, the na- called, Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide. This is the New, New King James Version. Um, As it is said to this day, yada, yada. So, so it's, but Abraham here calls this place that the Lord will provide, Right? And we have to understand that this isn't just a, a, a name of a place, right? Right. The, the Lord will provide it doesn't just sound good as a place where something amazing happened, but it's, it's, it's who God is, yeah. right? It's who He is. He is, a, he is the Lord that will provide. He is the God that will supply. Um, you know, some versions say uh, Jehovah Jireh. Um, some versions say uh, uh, Yahweh your out I think, or something like that. It's, it's, you know, it's not it's weird. I can't pronounce it properly. Uh, but you know, some versions say different things. But, but these aren't just uh, these aren't just an adjective or or, or or something that God does. It's who He is. God is the God who provides. He provides for us, and He provides, in, in, in all throughout Scripture, time and time again, we read of God providing in different ways. And when you've lived. Uh, on on, on this side of of the fence. When when you've taken a step and go, God, I believe that you are my source. I believe that all things are from you. In every area of my life, I believe that that you know what I need and you can provide what I need. And when you take that step and go, God, I believe that is true. And and when you experience the, the, the hand of God, the blessing of God over your life as you do that, you'll never go back. When you see God move in your life, From a place of faith where you go, God, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look right, but I believe this is what you're calling me to. It doesn't make sense physically, but God, I believe by faith I'm going to do this. When he shows up and when you see him move in your life, you'll never go back. Right? I guarantee you, this is a bold statement. I guarantee you, everyone here isn't running a generator at home or lighting the candles and just got the lights off, right? You're all using the power that you've got. Why? Because it's better. Once you are connected to the main source, you never want to go back, right? No, I mean, I, I wonder if that's a bold statement. I wonder if anyone in this file is like, oh, this generator stuff's pretty fun. I'm going to keep it on, right? When you've experienced a, a, a move of God in your life as you take a step and connected to Him as the source of your life, You look back and you go, why would I want to live any other different? Why would I I want to live differently? Why would I want to go back to that when I've got this? So Charles Spurgeon says, I've got it behind me. It is beyond the realm of possibilities that one has the ability to outgive God. Even if I give the whole of my worth to Him, He will find a way to give back to me much more than I gave understand that we're connected and we can be connected to a source who is far more generous than you, right? And, and, and I know, you're, I know you're, you're generous. I know you're generous. You're generous, you're generous people, right? Um, and, and, but, but understand that you can't outgive God. The God that we serve, the source that we can be connected to is far more generous than you. And so when we understand that God will never let you down, when you understand that when we're connected to the source, right, when we're connected to him, even if a big wind comes along, I can't even call it a cyclone that happened, you know, like it's a cyclone now, but even when the big wind came, um, it was technically still a low when it hit here, but you know, even when, when, when storms come, we can still remain connected. And when you understand that God won't let you down, you don't want to be connected to anything else, right? Let's get super encouraging here. Who knows that your friends are going to let you down at some point? (laughs) Who knows that your, oh, do I go there? Who knows your spouse will let you down at some point? Your kids are going to let you down. Your boss, he's going to let you down. Who knows that your bank account will let you down? Right? And so why would we be connected? Why would we want to attach our lives and live and, and feed off those very things when we know at some point they're going to let you down? I'm not saying your spouse. I'm not saying your kids. I'm not saying your friends or your parents are bad people. But I'm saying at some point they're going to let you down in your life. But when we understand that we can be connected to the source when we can be connected to God, why would we want to connect to anything else? Why would we want to try and put our hope and our faith into something else that we know will eventually do that, will eventually let us down? And so we have to, uh, we, when we understand that, God, you are reliable, God, that you are amazing, God, that you are powerful, that regardless of the, the low that may come around, I, I can still be connected to you, regardless of what I go through, of what I think, of what I say, of what's going on around me, no matter if it's sunny or rainy, or what I'm wearing, or no matter if I lose my job, or no matter if people like me or hate me, God, I can be connected to you. God, I can be connected to you through it all, that you won't let me down. Don't, don't you want to be connected to that? Don't you want to have God as the source of your life, knowing that He will never let you down? We can't trust man, and we can't trust man's creation. I drove to Brisbane this week. My GPS said go left. The signs on the road were telling me to go right. Right? The GPS didn't tell. Well, the, the road workers didn't tell the GPS that there was roadworks happening, and so the signs were like go this way, and the GPS is like go this way, right? And I'm just like ah, you know, <laughs> I was by myself, freaking out, you know, like oh, and so you know, as a as a 29 year old, I'm like, you know, you know, who cares what I see? I'm trusting technology. And, uh, and so I went left and, you know, and then went like a 10 minute detour uh, the wrong way. And uh, so we can't, we can't, there's things we can't trust, right? I don't want to put my hope and my faith and my trust in something that I know will let me down. And so there's nothing more amazing, there's nothing more freeing than, than living a life Imagine living in a place, positioning your life We you go, God, I'm connected to you and I know you won't let me down and no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And imagine how freeing that is for you, for your life, for your marriage, for your kids, going, hey, I know this is happening, but, but hey, re- let's be reminded of the God who we serve here. Imagine no matter what happened in your, in your business or in your job or in your finances, imagine just coming to a, p- a place of peace where you go, you know what, I know this is in front of us, but I know who the God that we serve is. That is such a freeing place place to live in your life, and you can have it, you can have that, you can be there, and so, um, understanding that when you have that revelation, when you have that revelation that God, you are the source of my life, that in all areas, including my money, right, it's like God, take it all, God, you're good, God, I give you my life except my money, right, like, I'll do what I want with this. God, you look after the rest. Um, no, no, God, when you're, when you're the source of my life, um, you, can, you can position your life there, and it's so amazing, it's so powerful, it's so free. And I want to throw this in there. How can you tell that someone has had a revelation of, of God, you're, you're the source of their life? How, how can you tell, what do we, what do we look, you know, how, do you, how do you know? And now, i got this statement. I believe that someone has a revelation of God as their source because what follows from living out the revelation that God is the source of their life is generosity. When, when, when you truly believe that God is the source of your life, including your finances, it, it means that you can be generous because you can be generous because you know that while this money that, that, that I'm, I'm giving you Or this money I'm putting to this, uh, you know, I I could easily keep and put it for that bill. But when you understand that God's your provider, you can give generously knowing that God will provide for your needs. Generosity always flows out of the revelation that God, you are my source. Generosity in all seasons, in the seasons of little and in the seasons of much, right? Right? Because it's really easy to go, oh God, you're, you God, you're great, you're good, you're faithful. When your bank account's looking healthy, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. And I'll pay for that frozen coke at Maccas. Yeah, okay? <laughs> it's a dollar. But you know, it's yeah. But I'll, I'll, you know, it's easy to be generous when you've got a lot, right? But but in the seasons of much and in the seasons of little, when you're still living a life of God, you're my source. And although it doesn't look like I have a lot and it doesn't feel like I have a lot, I'm going to continue to be generous. There is a revelation of, God, you are the source of my life, that you will provide for me, right? A revelation of being generous in any season, uh, uh, that we need a revelation every season because head knowledge, head, head knowledge will, will talk you out of it, right? In the seasons of little, head knowledge will say, ah, bad idea, bum-bum, right? But, but a revelation will go, God, I need you now more than ever. Revelation and go, God, I want to continue to sow into this thing. I want to continue to do this because, because you are good and I know that you will provide. And so this morning, I want to share two things with you really quickly uh, on ways that we here at Empowered Church give. Uh, two ways that we here as a church, we believe uh, uh, that we financially uh, give to, sow into, uh, and, and, and generously be a part of. And so the first one is this. First one is tithing. The tithe means a tenth or ten percent, uh, and the tithing is simply the principle of the first. Uh, we're going to look at the scripture that Mark just brought up in Malachi, and, and basically, you know, stole my notes. I don't know if he prepared anything at all. He might have just took my notes and just shared this part. So I'm going to kind of paraphrase and and, uh, and skip the parts that he missed. But um, you know, but but the uh, you know, we read in Malachi three ten to eleven. Um, We're going to read this out in a second, but uh, understanding that a tithe is is bringing the the, the first fruits, the first of your produce, the first of your increase to the storehouse of God, right? Uh, Tithing is about bringing the first to God, uh, to to, to His house for His purpose, right? Right? Tithing is is, is bringing the first of of our produce, of our increase to God's house for God's purpose. And so Malachi 3, 10 to 11, read it again, we'll be well familiar with it, uh, but it says this, it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple, right? My temple, God's temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in, try it, put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grace will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's army. And so there's three things I want to bring out here. I love that that it says here, just at the, uh, in the middle of verse 10 there, it says, If you do, says the Lord, of, said the Lord of heaven's armies, right? If you do. If you do this, it's almost like this is what God's promising uh, 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 over, you know, over us today, I believe. Right? If you do. Uh, And so I've got it behind me just to follow along. The scripture here, it says that I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. I believe here that he promises is a supernatural blessing. A supernatural blessing that your bank account won't work out, right? If, if, If $100 comes out a week, how can I possibly get more money? How does that help me pay bills when, when that hundred could go to my bills, then tithing to the church? I don't understand this. My bank account doesn't work, doesn't, right, mathematically, right? It's a supernatural blessing. When, when we bring a tithe, when we bring the 10%, when, when we bring the, the first of our fruits to the storehouse of God, I believe that there is a, there is a supernatural blessing over your life, over your business over your family. I believe that the windows of heaven open and that even though you don't see it, I believe that as we bring, as we faithfully, as our hearts, God, are for you, and I'm just taking a step here, believing that you will provide even though I need to pay bills and I need to do that, but I believe, God, you're my source. As we do that, there's a supernatural blessing over your life. Second one. In verse 11, your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Uh, I, I love this, this. There's another version of this part that says, uh, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. So God's saying, hey, if you do this, I will, there will be a promise of protection. Right? That, I will, that your crops will be uh, will, will be guarded from insect and disease. You know, I believe, and, and this is an insight to my life, I believe every week as I tithe, I am standing and claiming on these promises saying, God, I'm believing for, for a supernatural and for, for a supernatural protection over my life, over, over my wife, over our marriage, over my kids. God, that, that, that there is a protection there that, that is around my life that I may not see, but I know. God, I'm believing, I believe in it, I, and I stand on it. As I tithe every week, God, I believe there is a supernatural blessing over my life. Even though I don't see it, even though I don't feel it, right? It's not like every time the direct debit goes out, I'm like, ooh, like goosebumps, right? The money just went in. Like, No, it doesn't, like, let's be real, right? But God, I believe there is a supernatural blessing over my life and over my family. The third one is this. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they arrive. Right? He promises to take care of the rest, right? Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are right. Right. I've said this a hundred times today, and, and and I'll say it again. Right. Uh, look, logically, uh, uh, naturally, God, this this what what I'm tithing this week, right, could easily go towards that bill. Right. It's that simple. It's not. There's there's nothing too hard about that to understand. But but understand every week as I tithe, God, I know this could go to something else. But I believe as I bring it to your storehouse, yeah. I believe as I bring it to you to do, for, for you to do what, what you want to do with it, God, I believe you'll look after the rest. Right. I, know, I know you'll make a way. Right. I know that you are my source and, and I know that this could easily go towards this and to pay this off, but God, I know that you will take care of it. I know that, I know that you'll bring something in. I know there'll be, there'll, be, there'll be extra hours there that I could work. I know that, that, that God, you'll, you'll orchestrate it. You'll make things happen. You'll do stuff in my life. Right, doesn't mean, like, God, you'll take care of the rest. I'm just never going to pay a bill again and hope that God sorts it out with the government. Right? Let's not, but I, I believe, God, that you will, you will make it happen, that you will take care of me. God, that, that you will orchestrate something and bring, bring things together so that I can step into something so that bill will get paid, so that I can do that very thing. And so when we understand the, 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 the supernatural blessing as we bring a tithe and we understand the, the protection that God promises here, when we understand that, that God, that, that, that you promise to take care of the rest, uh, uh, when you experience that and when you walk in that, when you walk that pathway and, and experience it and, and, and live it, right? You, you just get to a point in your life where you, you just can't afford not to tithe. I say, Grace, I say, we, we, we can't afford not to tithe. The, the, the blessing over our life, the protection over our life, the, the, the providence of God over our life. God, uh, Grace, I don't, I don't ever want to stop tithing. I don't ever want to go a week. And so church, understand and know that as you tithe, can I tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm standing with you? you know that I'm praying with you? That every week, every week, God, Lord, those who, who took a step of faith and tithe last week, God, God I, 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 I believe, Lord, your supernatural blessing over their life. God, your supernatural blessing over their business. God, I believe your protection, God, over, over their marriage, over their kids, God, over their family. God, uh, God, I believe that, 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 that you'll, you'll make it, you'll, you'll, you'll pull it together. God, you'll make it work. God, as I as tithe, just as, as the week go on, Father, I believe that you can be, that you will be, be the source of their life. Church, know that I'm standing and praying with you, that you will see the source, that you will see God work in your life like you've never seen before. So everyone's aware we did this last year, and and um, and, and if you're a if you're a guest today, uh, maybe you've you've uh, you've been here uh, you know since COVID. And uh, but last year, uh, as we did this series, we, we had a, a book, the Blessed Life book, and uh, it's a book that I read, and uh, and it's just a it's a very uh, it's simple uh, simple in the way of, of explaining and and teaching. Uh, on giving and, and, and teaching about this stuff. And so um, I want to let you know that today, you know, if, if you weren't with us last year, um, maybe you were with us last year and, and got the book but didn't read it, now's a good time to read it. Um, but, but if you're new here with us today, and, and I would, uh, uh, we, we want to give it to you. Um, we want to, we, we will buy it, we'll purchase it and we want to give it to you. But uh, what we want to do is we'd love to get your names um, just so we know how many books to order and then we'll order it next week and we'll get it to you as soon as we can. And, um, but, but this is just a resource that we wanna give to you and we wanna bless you with. And say, hey, uh, this is a big subject, right? This is a subject that takes more than a 30-minute than a, than a message. This is a, a subject that takes more than a, a three-week series. Um, and so we believe this resource will help you. Uh, we believe, I believe that God, will, God will, uh, can, can speak to you as you read this book. Um, to have a, a greater understanding on uh, on tides, uh, on, on on giving, on generosity, and all that stuff. So, if you're interested in that, um, just head to uh, uh, the back of the desk um, after the service and just say, "Hey, uh, keen to read the book." And uh, cool we can we'll write your name down. We'll get it ordered, and we'll get one to you. And uh, but that's yours for free, which I'd love for you to take. So just as we end uh, can I encourage you all uh, come back next week <laughs> uh, as, as uh, Pastor Grace mentioned uh, on the 21st of March we've got our miracle offering and, uh, and, and I believe it's an opportunity for, for us as a church but it's also an opportunity for you uh, uh, individually uh, to, uh, to position your life to position your year to see God move uh, in a way that you've never seen before and uh, next week uh, we're going to uh, I'm going to talk a bit more about this talk about our miracle offering what it means what it is uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're new with us again um, but it's, a, it's, a just, it's an opportunity for you to say God this is where my heart is right God, God doesn't want your money God doesn't need your money He wants your heart And for me, I love that the miracle offering is is something that we make available. We open up to everyone here in the church. We say, hey, this is an opportunity for you. Say, hey, God, this is where I am. This is my heart. And I believe that you are the God that will provide for my life. And and, and it's an opportunity to put action to our words.